Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. A very pleasant good afternoon and welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I am Steve Bertel, sitting in once again for Sandy Jones, who is your regular host behind the microphone. She had to, of course, step away from the studio again this week. So I'm kind of subbing for her once again. Uh, As many of you know, each week here on Christian Living Spotlight, we take a deep dive into the stories and, and the ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. I'd like to thank the people who have made the show possible through a generous grant they have graciously blessed us with. And we have a great show in store for you today. I have not one, but two guests joining me in the studio. First, I have Jennifer Gilly. Good morning. Good morning. She is with the Boise Rescue Mission Ministries. Yes. And tell me exactly what your title is with the, with the, uh, the rescue mission. Sure. I am the director of the New Life Program for Women, the Cradle of Hope Program, and Children's Ministries. Perfect. And we'll get into all those here in a moment. Okay. And joining us also is Traylinda Snyder. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Who is, I guess we would call you a graduate of the program? Not quite yet. Not quite yet, but almost. <laughs> almost, An yeah. almost graduate of the program. So, okay. So, um, Jennifer, let me start with you first. Sure. Um, now, you've been with the Rescue Mission, according to the research that I did, for almost nine years now, correct? And you've been the, the New Life Program Director for about four years. There's a, a little backstory to that. So, okay, I've actually sure. been around the mission for about... Ten and a half years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I showed up at the mission with uh, my two daughters in tow. Okay. And I was struggling in the chains of addiction and trauma. And um, I I lived in guest services for a couple months, and then I chose to enter the New Life program. And it was difficult, Mm -hmm. but I really met Jesus there. Good. And our lives changed. Good, good. Mm-hmm. So. And and you you then became part of the staff of the rescue mission, and yes. then kind of worked your way up on the managerial ladder, I guess. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, I became staff, worked in the kids and um, teens programs, and then I went to school, and I kept going to school. Good. good. And I now have my master's in social work, mm-hmm. and I'm. Yeah, and now I'm the director. There you go. <laughs> All right. So uh, a lot of people, when they hear about the rescue mission uh, and the services and the facilities that they that they have, uh, they hear a lot about the City Light Home for Women. So tell me, first of all, the difference between the City Light Home for Women and the New Life Program. Uh, sure. The City Light Home for Women and Children is the building that's located on at 1404 West Jefferson, downtown Boise. Downtown Boise. Mm-hmm. And housed inside of the City Light Home for Women and Children are three, well, actually we have four separate programs. Downstairs is the Guest Services Program, which my peer, Sarah, is the director of, and she does a wonderful job. And Guest Services is our emergency shelter program. And um, we have Guest Services at City Light, also at Recovery Lodge, and Valley Women's Children women and children in Nampa, and then we have men's guest services at the River of Life. So that's one separate entity. And then housed on the top two floors of the City Light building are the New Life Program, which is the one to two year addiction recovery program, Mm -hmm. the Cradle of Hope Program, which is for women in crisis pregnancies, and then um, 
or with young children, right? And then also we have a pilot program, which sometimes we have graduates or those that need to come back and just kind of get a, a little refresher. Mm-hmm. So. Good. And and the, the programs are, are fairly interrelated because essentially they're a safe haven for women and especially women with children. That's correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about the, the New Life program. How did... How did that particular program come about? Hmm, I don't have the answer to that, oh, actually. Okay. <laughs> Probably I, the, the first guest ever on the show. <laughs> don't don't feel bad. I've I've asked questions that, that other guests haven't haven't had it, answers with either. But I do have uh, what I can tell you is sure. that it's a very similar program that is offered um, nationwide in a lot of the union gospel missions or you know, uh, like our Boise Rescue Mission. There's uh, missions all over our mm-hmm. our beautiful, you know, nation, and and it's a very similar program, kind of the bone structure that's offered in a lot of them. Right, and it's, exactly. It's wildly successful. Exactly. So now there's another program that the Boise Rescue Mission provides, and that's called the Cradle of Hope. You mentioned that earlier. Yes. Uh, and the Children's Ministries. Um, the pro- that program is fairly new, as I understand. The children's ministries? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, the children's ministries have been around, I don't know, 12 or 15 years. Okay. And essentially, we, we have a really neat program where we come around school-aged kids. We have a homework club. We have a program, a place for the kids to be when, say, mom is working and the kids are out of school. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they can't afford daycare, so they come and they join our program. We have a summer program for kids, which is to no cost to the families. And the kids get to go throughout the community. They go swimming, rowing springs. I mean, they're just loved on. Fun and stuff. Yeah. We share the love of Jesus, really, with these kids. Good. And then we have a teen program where we take our teens out once a week. We kind of integrate them into... Um, well, society and what healthy fun looks like and manners and just all kinds of different things. We take them touring for job shadowing, like at the 911 call center, just different places. We also have college road trips that the uh-huh. kids get to go on once a year and kind of, you know, at surrounding states and figure out. Um, I think mostly it's just sharing the fact that college is for them too. Right. That they can get there. They can exactly. achieve that as well. Exactly. So, yeah. Good. And then uh, also joining us, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is one of the, the great success stories of the program, Trey Linda. And Trey Linda, you have two little boys. Yes, I do. Malachi and Malcolm. And Malcolm. Mm-hmm. And you entered the Cradle of Hope program in April of last year. Yes, that's correct. So tell us a little bit about let's let's actually start at the beginning of your of your life story. Okay. Uh, because you you would describe your childhood as pretty chaotic. Yeah. So expound on that a little bit. Um yeah, I so I struggled with a lot of um sexual abuse um during my childhood. And then um when I became like a teenager um, I had a lot of behaviors that were kind of condoned mm-hmm. by my mother. And so I was like partying and just like doing all kinds of crazy things, which got me into, you know, just unsafe situations. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. And your your father left actually before you were born, correct? Yeah, he did. And, and your mother really didn't protect you. I'm assuming she had issues and problems of her own. Yeah, she okay. did. Yeah. So how did that make you feel? How did that lifestyle? Um, can you No, oh, uh, did bit? you did you feel alone? Did you feel isolated? Uh, yeah, I felt alone and I felt like I couldn't trust anybody. So when you were 17, your mother kicked you out of the house. Yeah. 
she and so you were you were pretty much on your own. Yeah. So tell me what you did as as a result. As a result, um, I ended up with some guy who was really abusive towards me. It was one of my first like abusive relationships, mm-hmm. and then from there, I kind of just ended up living wherever I could, uh-huh. and then. I just kind of went from there, and I was still very alone, and I didn't really have anybody. And but, and, and the abuse was not only physical abuse, but it was mental, emotional abuse yeah. and mental abuse as yeah. well. And uh, I was reading the uh, the article that was in a recent issue of the Boise Rescue Mission newsletter, and it said you even uh, you abused drugs for a while. Yeah, I did. Um, Pretty much um, a lot of my life I did, um, off and on, like, substance use. And, and and you even tried other religions as well. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I kind of was a part of, like, the New Age movement. And I, you know, was into all kinds of, like, white magic, witchcraft type stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Okay. So at 18, you found yourself pregnant with your first son. I did, yeah. And the father left. Yeah, he didn't he didn't want a part of it really and didn't want to be with me, so I kind of just spent most of my pregnancy alone. Yeah. He didn't want to take the responsibility. Right. So, were you homeless at that time still or Um no, I was staying with a friend. Okay. And okay. so, um and then a couple months after that, we decided to try and work it out, but um it was just not a healthy relationship. He was abusive mm-hmm. and just not a good father and so it's been kind of a struggle with that. So, yeah. So you uh, you became a single mom, mm-hmm. uh, the sole provider, mm-hmm. essentially, for your son. Yeah. And you were living with a friend at the time. Um, what was that situation like? Were you employed or? Um, yeah, I was employed. Okay. Yeah. And when your son was four, we'll fast forward four years here in your life, you found out you were pregnant yet again. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, I found out that I was pregnant, and it was kind of unexpected, and um, I didn't really know who the father was, Mm -hmm. and um, so I was really scared, and I um, didn't really know what to do. I didn't have, like, really family or anyone for support, and so... um, And you were living here in Boise at the time? I was living in Nampa. Oh, okay. I had my own apartment for a little bit, and then I had moved in to another place because they said like oh we'll help you out a little bit but then it ended up not being safe Mm. and so like i had to figure out where to go after that and i went and stayed with another friend but you know they have like a lease contract and all things so you can't really have people move in and so she was like well you can stay here for like a little bit but you know you can't move in so then i was just like scrambling trying to figure out where to go and one of my friend's moms who is like connected in Boise and knows a lot of resources. She's a beautiful Christian woman. And she um, recommended me to stay in healthcare. And so from there, I got the little flyer for Cradle of Hope, and then I set up an interview, and I came. And, and that I, brought you to, to yeah. Cradle of Hope. Yeah. So at, at one point in your life, because you had one child in tow, yes. and you had another one on the way, yeah. and you stated that at one point you had even considered having an abortion. Yes, I did. Yeah. Because you were desperate. Scared and desperate, and I didn't know what to do. But something in me told me that I shouldn't. So Yeah. Did you, um, did you consider adoption at all? I did. I did think about that, too. And then so Stanton recommended, as you said, Cradle of Hope. Yeah. And what was that like when you first 
walked in the door at Cradle of Hope? Uh, it was very nerve-wracking, and I was very scared. And I just, you know, like walking into like a community like that, like not knowing anybody, uh-huh. and then all kinds of rules that I wasn't used to. <laughs> I used used to being like, you know, independent and alone, and just like doing everything. Like I know what I'm doing, but I walked in there and I do not know what I'm doing, <laughs> and I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> so so. It, it was um, it was kind of a leap of faith, yeah. literally for you. And it's weird because I. I wouldn't say that I didn't have faith, but I had a different kind of faith. Like I didn't have the relationship with God that I do now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I wasn't seeking Jesus when I got there, but like, I'm still growing and I'm still like learning what it means to be a Christian, but um, like I'm learning about Jesus and like, I found, I'm like, I'm finding my way in that. And okay. it doesn't all like make sense to me, but like, I do know that I'm changing and I see like a lot of good that's happening for me. And like, that's all because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you delivered your, your second son. I did. Um, you hadn't been at the, with the, with the Cradle of Hope program that long when your second son was born. Right. I was 36 weeks pregnant when I uh-huh. showed up. <laughs> yeah. And and what what help did the folks at Cradle of Hope provide for you? Uh, so In addition to this more structured environment that right. you talked about. Support and love. And they've helped me with like custody paperwork and um, all kinds of things that I wouldn't have been able to afford on my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as education, because... Yeah. You were, um, you know, a teenager right. when you had your first child, so you dropped out of school. Mm-hmm. And uh, how did you kind of get back on the education track again? Right. So yeah. To speak? So they help. They help with your GED as well. They help um, pay for like the tests and everything. And so I'm in the process of getting my GED as well. I just have the math exam, and I'll be done. One more test. One more test. <laughs> and um, so. Um, they also, you know, like they're helping me out with a couple scholarships for what I would like to do, which is um, working with kids and like early childhood development. And mm-hmm. um, so that's really amazing because I don't think I'd have that without being here, you know. Yeah. And and, and in that profession as a, as a, as a teacher or, or um, in that child care profession, right. you can speak from experience, right. certainly. Okay, so when you came to Cradle of Hope, um, had your second child, and kind Mm -hmm. of got settled in, they were essentially like your new family. Yeah, which is so. How how did that make you feel? um, It made me feel really good, and I'm still learning to trust them and the people around me. But they've shown me a love that, like the family I had before, never showed me, and it makes me feel really good and really supported. Yeah. So you talked about how you found the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about that experience, because again, you came you came to Cradle of Hope, expecting your second child, had your first. You were lost, homeless, but then through finding the Lord and and through Cradle of Hope, you found direction. So how did you find the Lord? Um, slowly but surely, it's been it's been a process. Like I said, I'm still learning, but um, the more that I pray and I ask God to show me, He shows me like little by little what I need to know and what to learn when it comes to Jesus Himself. You know, and it's um, a really beautiful process. Mm-hmm. So, and I just know that it makes me feel good, and everything else in my past did not make me feel good. So that makes me want to believe in it even more. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and you stated. And this is a quote I took from the newsletter article from the Boise Rescue Mission. 
the more I read the Bible, the more we talked about it, the lighter I became. Explain that. Yeah, it just um, it makes me feel lighter. And for me, I think um, you know it goes back to whatever I was trying to like learn and feel myself before. Like none of it was really like fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, it just like it just brought a lot of weight into my life and a lot of chaos you know uh-huh. like it wasn't working and so like and now you're passing on that faith right. to your two sons right tell, yeah tell us about that um yeah um since i know that it's working for me like i want i want that for them as well like mm-hmm. i want to give them you know the best life that i can that i didn't have and i think that is going to be through jesus and I actually have a child dedication thing that I'm going to be doing through our church soon, where I'm going to be dedicating them to the Lord oh, through our church. Good. So I'm pretty excited for that as well. Good. And um, I've really implemented a lot of, like, like I do devotions with my son when I read him books every night, and I like read him the Bible and I pray with him every night. And it's like I've even seen him grow, you know, um, where the stuff I was doing before, like I, I think scared him. Mm-hmm. So, good, good. Um, now you're also involved uh, in in. You said you're you're about to get your GED. Mm-hmm. You're one test away from that, and um, you're also going through other classes as well, like a parenting class, things of that nature. Yeah. yeah. So um, we do love and logic. I've already taken that, but I'm I want to take it again because it's really good stuff. I think. Um, like it kind of just helps you with like gentle but like disciplined parenting, you know, where you're not letting them walk all over you, mm-hmm. but you're also setting boundaries and limits for them. Sure. Like, you know, and also we do ready for kindergarten, which is amazing because um, it helps set your children up for success when they go to kindergarten because, you know, like all the studies of like um, kids that past and some that don't and it all comes with like you know preparing them like you want to prepare them for their future and so that's what ready for kindergarten is it's like all these like little um tools and like play stuff that where you can help like build their different like abilities you know and prepare them for school fun stuff and so it's very helpful because i mean i didn't have that before and i'm thankful to have that now while they're still young yeah yeah definitely definitely and you're going for your master's degree yes Yes, I would like to do like social work and, you know, like play therapy with kids and behavioral therapy. That's what I really want to do is just like work with kids and kind of be for kids what I didn't have. Like I want to be someone that they can trust and talk to and like help them like grow and like talk about their trauma and just help them work through that, you know. And as I said earlier, teach from your own experiences. Right. So, okay, good. So Jennifer, let's get back to to you. Okay. uh, how is Trey Linda's story and her success story really uh, indicative of all those who go through the Boise Rescue Mission program, especially Cradle of Hope, New Life, etc.? You know, I was I was just thinking about this, and and what I've wanted to reiterate is we've mentioned all of these different programs, and yes, they're different factions of what we do, but we love them all the same. And we provide, you know, our goal as a mission is to restore faith, hope, and family. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. No matter what, you know, again, you know, the program they're in, it's we love them the same. We offer safety. We offer we offer um, the basic needs, right? Food, shelter, um, the love of Jesus. We we try to show them that, not even as much, you know, um, in words, right? But mm-hmm. just this is this is the way He loves us. 
let us love you that way. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So what are some of the needs of the of the programs right now? and Or how can our listeners help? You know, there's always so many ways that we can help. The, the program or the mission itself is run, you know, completely from the donors and from the volunteers mm-hmm, yeah. and the community. So um, I can tell you that on our website is a needs list that's updated each month. Um, so anytime you, you'd like to um, help, you can find out how there. There's also um, a link for volunteers if you'd like to volunteer. If you need help, you can find that under the need help section on our website. And our website is at boiserm.org, and all of that information is there. Perfect. Okay, good. So if there's um, a young girl uh-huh. out there, uh-huh. um, uh, maybe a single mom, who's struggling, who maybe, um, such as Trey Linda here, was involved in, a, in an abusive relationship, um, how can they reach out? How can they contact the New Life Program or the Cradle of Hope Program? You know, um, again, there are links on our website, but I can tell you that um, if they just call City Light directly, 208-368-9901, um, and ask for intake. So our intake coordinator's name is Kelsey Corvella. I believe you guys uh, know her we as well. We did an article on yeah. her not yes. too long ago. Yeah. In fact, I, I interviewed her as well. So, She's yes. wonderful. She's yeah. actually my best friend, too. Good, but, good. but here we are. <laughs> but if you just call City Light and ask for Kelsey, she can she can help you um, link to the resources that you need regarding Cradle of Hope or New Life or anything. I mean, really, you can call and ask for me, Jennifer yeah. Gilly. Yeah, you're, okay. you're easily accessible. That's so, right. So. Yep. Trey Linda, back to you. One, okay. one last question. What, right. um, what advice, what... What recommendations would you give, again, young women who are out there who are in a troubled relationship? Um, I would definitely tell them to come to the Boise Rescue Mission, to the Cradle of Hope, um, because there, like, you won't be alone anymore. You're going to get support. You're going to get all of these classes, all of these things that, you know, would kind of be a struggle to pay for Mm -hmm. on your own, you know, and it's a blessing, and you get to find Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it may be... um, Maybe a little bit intimidating, you know, if you're living yeah. on the street to suddenly be in a in a structured environment, but right. you can work through it and and yeah. you can be successful at it, such with, as what you did. Right. So good. With God all things are possible. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> so ladies, we are completely out of time, unfortunately. Okay. So Jennifer, Trey Linda, thank you so much uh, for being with us today and, and sharing your personal stories and, and your success stories and what the what the rescue mission can do. Let's touch before we close, let's touch on that phone number again that people can call uh, and the website they can go to. Sure. The phone number is two zero eight three six eight nine nine zero one and the website is boiserm.org. Perfect. So before we go, I want to remind our listeners that you can pick up your own copy of Christian Living Magazine at over 600 locations all throughout southern Idaho and and even in the Magic Valley. Or if you're outside of the area, you can read us online at christianlivingmag.com. Just another quick reminder that Christian Living Spotlight is now a podcast and available on Apple uh, rather, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and TuneIn, just to name a few. So be sure to subscribe today and never miss an episode again. We hope you'll join us again next week when we uh, are joined by yet another incredible guest, or two, as we did today, uh, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. 
This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.